What's up, nerds? And welcome back to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast, better known as 3FN. And as always, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I am your host, Rich, and joining me as I do each and every week, my homies, my compadres, my essays, if you will. First of all, he is the man that just this past week proved that he was the pickleball king of New York. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ron. I hated having him take a bite out of that pickle after I was done. <laughs> oh, we're talking about wrong something else. Sorry. Wrong, 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 wrong game. Wrong, wrong game. Wrong I'm game. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wrong game. And well, we can add a title to this man because he he, he doesn't need an introduction, but he has the longest inter, introduction of all podcasting. He is hashtag Big Natty Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted. He's the leader of the Minnows Gang, and he is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He is the man, the myth, and the legend rolled into one jolly old ginger bearded feller, and he is also the man who will always be happy to eat the cracker. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Diesel. Oh, let's find me some new baby cubs. <laughs> well, you know, you've had a bear claw weekend for yourself, so that's always a good thing. And uh, speaking of which, let's talk about how our weeks were. Ron, how has your week been? Uh, it's been all right. You can't complain too much. Uh, the weekend kind of went by quick. Wednesday group met up. We are working through uh, which light there where, where we, you know, we're trying to get to we were doing a bunch of the side quest stuff to get more information and basically we had we stumbled across a cyclops that wanted to take our guide's mate basically because the mate is a bee and he's a dandelion okay <laughs> so it's you know it's one of those things and it's so we're like sitting there and i'm like we and i i stupidly stumble across on what we have to do and so we made a promise to the cyclops that we had to make find him his love <laughs> just poke him in the eye <laughs> yeah so it was one of those things where it just came up as like uh, and then like, i stupidly stumbled into it it wasn't because i knew what was going on or i was smart about it i just stumbled into it so now we have a, this deal with the cyclops to do this and it's we'll see how it works are you gonna go full-on pretty woman him maybe i don't know pretty <laughs> and then uh of course uh, our friday group met for the first time in a month and that actually went well they, uh, they are on level two of Tomb of Annihilation, the actual Tomb of Annihilation. They're actually on level two. They made it down, and they, they're seeing a little bit more, realizing that there's still a lot of stuff that can go on either way. So they were very cautious, but they they survived. Like there was, They did meet one character that could have killed them, and they handled it pretty well without knowing that he was going to kill them. Do they so, promise him true love as well? No, no. It was uh, He was just asking well, what was going on with uh, the modern world because he's been trapped inside this tomb because he was the creator of the tomb and he's a basic basically a lich or whatever <laughs> and uh so he's been in, trapped in the tomb himself for a while and then so he was, you offered to take him out and have it be your perfect stranger oh no he was gonna he was gonna kill him if they <laughs> just nickname him balky and move yeah, on with it yeah, yeah. but you know so everything went good and the weekend went by so you know Good stuff, good stuff. Diesel, how's your week been? Not a bad week. Uh, got to play some modern FNM this week at Dragon Master Games. That was a lot of fun. Um, then Saturday, just worked here all, all day. It was a pretty slow day, but it was a good day. We got a lot done. And then Sunday, just did some family visiting and called it an early night, and here we are. Yeah. That's awesome. Of course, I had a great week uh, Friday night. 
We were at live stream for Liqueur, myself and Ken M from the ODPH. We broke down our hour from 11 p.m. to midnight. Thank you for anybody who stopped in. Thank you for the donations. It was an awesome time. Uh, the next day I paid for all the shots that I was paid to do because uh, I was hungover like a bitch. But it was for a great cause, so no complaints there. Also, congratulations to the, our fine folks from Live Stream for the Cure as we smashed the goal once again. The goal this year was $20,000. Made $23,000 going to the Cancer to Cancer Research Institute of America. So that is always awesome to say hashtag fuck cancer. Uh, so that was a good time. But it made my Saturday pretty much a wash because <laughs> I was hungover as a bitch. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday watched some wrestling and uh, kind of got some stuff done around the house. So I kind of had a nice relaxing weekend. So I'm excited there. But I uh, hope everybody at home had a great week as well. Of course, this show we got coming up. We got uh, Nerd News coming right around the corner. We got Diesel's Movie Triple Stuff, of course, also in the first half of this show. Uh, and then in the second half of the show, 3FN Movie Club review of Top Gun 1986 what? in preparation for the new Top Gun Maverick coming out this week. And, of course, we will be reviewing that next week's program. So this week we figured, why the hell not? Review the original Top Gun movie. But before we can do any of that, we got to let y'all know how to get a hold of us. So, therefore, let's do some opening plugs. First of all, uh, if you find us on Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast, like and share that page. Of course, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Three Fat Nerds Pod. Hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show on any of the social media sites. For all the information about the show and uh, everything else we do here at 8122productions slash 607podcast, you can find all that information at 8122productions.com. Of course, there you'll find uh, the links for the 3 Fat Nerds Podcast, Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, and more. Uh, of course, also you'll find the link for our uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions. For as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content and help support the show. And, of course, you also can find the link for our Tee Public store where you can buy some swag and also help support the show. And last but certainly not least, you can find the link for twitch.tv slash 607podcast where every Monday night, myself and Ken M from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast talk all things pro wrestling on 607TWS. And, of course, if you don't prefer to watch it on Twitch or even the replay, whether you watch it live or replay, join the chat. Uh, you can listen to it in podcast form anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. Of course, friends of the show are there, like our friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest, August 26th and 27th, from Vernon, New York, and the Vernon Downs Casino. Got a lot of good things going on there. For all that information, visit scifihorrorfest.com. Also, uh, good friends at the ODPH, go right over to their website. Uh, music bands that uh, help us provide music for you guys, including the people who do our intro music, and of course, that would be Shout Out the Robots. Get all that information there. Support them on Spotify. YouTube Music and Bandcamp, and then you have our local sponsors like Rex to Rods Auto Detailing and Dragon Master Games, who help you, us bring this show to you each and every week, commercial free, so check them out as well. And for all those links, if you forget any of them, they are hyperlinked in the liner notes for this podcast. Didn't even need the warning track this time. <laughs> Didn't nice. even need it. Nice. We're batting a thousand right now. Woohoo. But with that being said, let's dive right in. Let's get this party started because I know the people didn't just come here to hear us shill our shit or how our week went, even though the hangover was kind of fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's kick the show off right. With this week's edition of the Nerd News. Yeah. And as always, we like to open the nerd news for some reason, unless there's huge, huge news. We always like to open it 
with trailers. And we had, once again, a trifecta of trailers. Yep. Let's start off with the big one, shall we? Sure. Uh, of course, last week, because this is how everything happens. I want to point out tonight, because we record on Mondays. The show comes out on Monday nights if you're a patron on Patreon. And everywhere else on Tuesday. So every fucking time we come out, shit hits afterwards. Because tonight, as we're recording, later tonight, well after we're done recording and it's already out for Patreon, the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer comes out. So we're not going to be talking about that because it hasn't hit yet. Even though the show comes out on Tuesday, it's just the the, the misluck of doing our show on Mondays. But it seems to be that way all the time. Yeah. At some yeah. point during the uh, NBA game tonight, it's going to drop. They didn't say when, but at some point during that game, it drops. I thought you were joking. I didn't no, realize no, it was supposed no, to drop. I thought you were joking and while you were talking to Patreon. No, no. It's 100% <laughs> facts, oh, by Jesus the way. Jesus Christ. Like so let's talk about the big one that Marvel dropped last week at the Ups because Disney did their Ups along with a lot of other places. And that, of course, would be She-Hawk, Attorney of Law. <laughs> Gotta love the name. Gives me a, I wish that they would use the, the, the Night Court theme. That would make it better. That would have made it better. But with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about it because that's coming up. Let's first talk about the trailer before we dive into the details about this series. Uh, Ron, we'll start with you. How did you feel about the She-Hulk trailer? It was fine for what it was. Uh, obviously, it's She-Hulk, and they're going with the aspect of her being the attorney still, So, which is fine. It's it's a mainstream of the part of the comics. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm like, maybe this is the one that I'm not going to really care about, like Diesel with WandaVision. Yeah. Um, I'll watch it. I might wait until it's all out after the six weeks or however many episodes this is supposed to be. I wasn't impressed with the CGI they're using for She-Hawk. I feel it's a little lackluster. I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's a TV show, but it's Disney money. Yeah. Could have done a little bit better, maybe. Maybe they're, maybe they're going to change it and pull a Sonic. Oh, I, we can only wish. I'm like, we'll see. Um, the fact that there's the one villain looks to be like Frogman in there, which I find hilarious because I, I, I'm old school, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. A random deep dive character. I just hope they make him like a murdering psychopath instead of trying to be the hero or a murdering anti hero type of deal creature. Or character instead of what they he was in the comics. Go and full I, weasel and have him kill like thirty seven children. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I, I'm I, that, like if they do that, I'm good. Like okay, this will be better for me, but we'll see. Diesel, what do you think? It looked horrible. Like even with the you know, ooh, here's Mark Ruffalo reprising his role as Hulk. Ugh. It's weird, though, because, you know, when we were announcing, you know, what was coming out during their next phase of TV shows, I thought the one I would not be into trailer-wise or have any excitement for was Miss Marvel. That trailer got me going, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to actually watch yeah. this. This looks really good. And I was, like, thinking, all right, I'm not too big of a She-Hulk fan, but, all right, they can do some interesting things with it. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, my feelings from the trailer is I feel like they're going into almost like a rom-com territory. Yeah. I felt like that at sometimes. Um, I do like the the addition of having Hulk there, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, and I, I, I did like that because I, I can't get enough Mark Ruffalo. I'm a big fan. Uh, so I thought that was cool. I'm assuming, I'm assuming from the little hints that they are going with the blood transfusion as the way to explain how she's the She-Hulk. Because she's real life cousins with the the, yeah. the the Hulk, and then she gets in a car accident. Of course, in the uh, 
in the comics, and they do a little bit of a blood transfusion. That's why she's not as strong as the Hulk. Right. But that's why she how she ends up with Hulk powers and, and able Hulk, able yeah. to control it. And right. I, I yeah. can't remember. I thought it was. It might be a car accident, but it was because she was run off the road because she was the attorney or something. Yeah, I, I thought she was shot. There was, there was, the, yeah. I thought she was, was shot a, in the comics. It was called I, a good. It was a car accident. Yeah. but there might have been some. Extra yeah, yeah. Stuff. it's I'm been a while. It's been a while. I, mean, I just. But to, however, I don't know if that's what they're going to do here. But I'm assuming since there was kind of a, a mention of a blood transfusion, I'm assuming that, that I don't know how they're going to get to it. But I, I'm assuming oh, they're going to use that. It, or it, it might, it, it might just have already have happened. Right, and it looked uh, pretty awesome. Uh, Tim Roth is back as Abomination. I thought that was awesome. Yes. Yeah, that that did have me a little bit excited. I'm like, ooh, I do like Tim Roth, and yeah. him as Abomination was pretty good. And then with what we've seen recently of Abomination, I kind of want to see more of where yeah. he's been. Yeah, so I'm 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 excited for those things. Outside of that, the rom com stuff didn't hit to me. It's like, oh man, now you know her friends are like, oh now you're the it person. And, yeah, you can be and, an Avenger, and you yeah. can be everything else. And it's just kind of like, uh, I just didn't like it as much. Especially, I I was really not a fan of the end of the trailer where she goes on the date and do you want to split popcorn or French fries? Can we get that to go? <laughs> then she's carrying him over the threshold. I'm surprised Diesel didn't get sold on that, though. No, I'm not into the Amazonian porn type of genre, so no. And, you know, I was never a big fan of, uh, what's, what's his name, David Atunga? <laughs> oh, yes, but he he wasn't the one she carried over no, the no, threshold. No, no, but he was, he was in But he was, he was my favorite part of it, for sure, being a wrestling fan. Uh, of course, She-Hulk will be dropping on Disney Plus on uh, August 17th. It'll be the first episode. It'll be nine episodes. Uh, it will be the series. Uh, so starting on August 17th on Disney Plus, um, I'm going to just say it. I'm way more excited for Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Because uh, that looks pretty fucking interesting and every time i see it, it looks cool it looks different yeah. uh this just reminds me of i mean it might be great it might blow my socks off i was surprised by other things yeah and so this might be another one that surprises me however i'm not having high hopes yeah. on it well ever. what's funny is miss marvel's like people are getting hate because they changed their powers but i'm like they change right for what we've seen i'm like they changed their powers and make it look better and i'm like i'm good with it <laughs> All right. Next up, we have uh, next up we have a very important trailer to Diesel in particular, and of course this week we got the Umbrella Academy season three official trailer from Netflix. Diesel, how did you feel about the trailer? Talk about it because this is your love child. Yeah. So uh, this trailer actually has me super hyped. I got to do a rewatch of season two now just to get ready for it because it comes out in a couple weeks. Um, but the trailer, you know, just shows what's going to happen in season three, a continuation of what happened. They apparently cause a Google Blitz. And um, they go back to the original timeline, but things are completely different. And we get to see Ben in full control of his powers and not dead. And apparently he's kind of a dickhead. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't you think? Um, looks really good, though. Um, I'm confused, but that's a good thing. I don't know where they're exactly going with this. And I can't wait to go down this rabbit hole and find out because it looks really good. Yeah, like the whole where five is telling him like obviously there's going to be ourselves here because we were still born so you know don't and then like the randomness of what not kill to them do. fuck them kill them <laughs> uh don't kill yourself don't something like eat eat yourself or something yeah. and then yeah and klaus just being like don't you know fuck him and like no don't fuck yourself <laughs> and he's just like why not you're telling me he looks at his brother, the big guy, and I forget his name. Uh, he's like, oh, you, you tell me you don't want to get on that monkey and monkey love. I'm yeah. like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it looks really good. And yeah, yeah, just stay away from yourselves. Yeah. But yeah, so we get to find out what exactly the Sparrow Academy is and who's all in that and what sort of powers they got. 
Yeah. Uh, looks like we got Lila coming back. Yes. Uh, Victor looking like a goddamn Victor, badass. That's, yeah, that's... You know, talking to the uh, the new uh, muscle guy for the Sparrow Academy yeah. and just being like, I've been to the world twice. You're just meat and spandex. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. This looks yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in with it. Yeah. And, like, uh, uh, the whole transitioning to with uh, Paige's character there, I really hope is Elliot Page. Sorry, yeah. I drew a blank. Apologize. Uh, looks like it actually fits yeah. very well. Like, I, And I'm, I'm good with it. Yep. Well, uh, according to Netflix, this is the synopsis of the se- of the new season coming out. According to Netflix, enter the Sparrow Academy, smart, stylish, and about as warm as a sea of icebergs. The Sparrows immediately clash with the umbrellas in a violent face-off that turns out to be the least of everyone's concerns. Navigating challenges, losses, and surprises of their own, and dealing with an unidentified destructive entity wrecking havoc on the universe, something they may have caused. Now all they need to do is convince Dad's new and possibly better family to help them put right what their arrival made wrong will they find a way back to their pre-apocalyptic lives or is this new world about to reveal more than just a hiccup in the timeline uh netflix also surprisingly enough uh listed all the episode titles uh so the episode titles are meet the family world's biggest ball of twine pocket full of lightning kugel blitz kindest cut marigold off wondersheen wedding at the end of the world Six Bells in Oblivion. Of course, all of those episodes will be available to stream on the Netflix service on June 22nd. So just a little under a month away from now. So that's pretty awesome. And uh, I as well am excited to see where they go with this new season of Umbrella Academy. uh, As I've been a fan of the series as well. Uh, That brings us to the last of our trifecta of movie trailers and this was a teaser ladies and gentlemen and that of course was dropped on us today so i guess we can't complain sometimes it's dropped early but i'm going to call it a longer teaser for the new mission impossible movie that's right mission impossible is going to be back next year (laughs) in 2023 and it says it in the trailer for dead reckoning part one so obviously a multi-part story what how did you feel about this trailer diesel Ah, so me and the Mission Impossible franchise ended at Mission Impossible 2. The trailer looked alright. I'm not a fan of these series, but I, I felt kind of like let down because normally we get that one big action shot of what the big stunt is this year. You know, Tom Cruise on the Dubai Tower, Tom Cruise on the outside of a plane. This one really don't see anything, and I don't know if he's doing it or not. But, you know, it looks like it's a fine espionage movie. There's going to be twists and twists on twists and wank, 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 wank. I don't care. <laughs> Ronald. Well, that's the thing. Like, the one trailer, I don't know if it was the one that you sent, but one of the links I saw earlier was that it's Tom Cruise's biggest uh, stunt in a Mission Impossible movie. Watch the trailer. There's, you don't see nothing. Him yeah. running. There's a motorcycle. There's there's a little car. Well, he does the motorcycle off the cliff into yeah. the, the, the base dive, but... I don't think that they. I don't think that they showed it. Yeah. They're, they're, well, once again, this movie doesn't come out until next no. year. Yeah. All they're doing is hype. I don't even know if this movie is completely shot. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so either. It's kind of like the Batman. <laughs> uh, when we remember, we got that at twenty five percent done. So I don't think that everything is there. But on top of that, I get why they did it. They put it out because, of course, Maverick comes out. Top Gun Maverick comes out this week. So they want to have that trailer right in the beginning. So when it comes out in twenty twenty three, you know, they planted that seed. That's what their goal is. But. Uh, I don't know if we really needed it right now, but yeah. 
Yeah. You, you Not mean, a huge fan of the franchise either. You mean like when we went to Morbius and we got to see uh, Avatar 2? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that wasn't Morbius. I that was Doctor just, Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange, we got to see Avatar 2. I was just being an ass trying to make Morbius better. <laughs> Morbius, we got to see another uh, Into the Spider-Verse yep. trailer that now has gotten pushed back again. So Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, whatever. It is what it is, but uh, I'm sure if we have to cover it, we'll play Limp Bizkit. Why not? <laughs> All right, next up, let's talk about something we do know that's coming, and it's coming very, very soon, and that, of course, is Stranger Things Season 4, which premieres this Friday as we speak. Uh, so, uh, guess what? Critics scores are out. Uh, we're not going to go over any critic stuff, because I don't want spoils. I didn't even, I, there's a new trailer out. Didn't watch it, because I don't want anything spoiled. Uh, but it's got a 91% score on Rotten Tomatoes, just from critic scores. Pretty good to start it off with. Uh, we've also learned in the past week how it's going to work out. So the new season starts this Friday and it will be seven episodes, seven normal length for Stranger Things episodes. So we're talking the 45 minutes to an hour uh, episodes. And then they will take the break until 4th of July weekend when they return with the second half of the season. But the second half isn't a half. It's two episodes that are going to be substantially longer, most believe three to four hours between the two episodes. So two an hour and a half to two hours per episode. Yes. So okay. two substantially longer episodes to end out season four. But coming up here on Friday, we have seven. 91%. How excited are you guys, though, not Ron Tomatoes, for the first seven episodes of season four of Stranger Things? Starting with you, Ron. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Like I just rewatched them, uh, finished watching one through three. Season three was amazing. I, I think season three was probably better than season one after rewatching it. Um, I, and it such was a, such easy watch. Like yeah. even rewatching it was an easy watch to watch them all over again. Get 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 the pieces that you need to know for this. Uh, the fact that they have this set up for seven episodes and then into two basically mini movies. Uh, I, I'm good. Like that. I think that's smart because that's not overkill when you're watching them back to back and then all of a sudden you go into a hour and a half uh to two hour freaking thing at the end and then to another episode of that where they go okay here's your little break now you're on um and i'm good with it diesel yeah this should be a good watch um i I kind of actually this is the first time i actually do enjoy that little break period give us a little breather and then you you have to assume that the last two episodes are that are going to be much longer are going to be kind of insane so then give a nice little breather and then get to the climax. Yep. I can't wait for this. Uh, so Friday, I, I know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'll be binge watching seven episodes of Stranger Things. And uh, we're going to be moving from there. And, of course, uh, that's uh, sort of thereafter. I'll be canceling my Netflix until until July when I bring that bitch back for uh, the second half. And then I'll cancel again before I bring that bitch back in September for Cobra Kai. So that's how my uh, Netflix journey is going because fuck Netflix and all their changes. So. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. That's how I'm going to say it. But uh, cannot wait for this program. Cannot wait to see it. Um, it's almost time for the talking is almost over. Of course, also this week premiering also on Friday is going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi yep. show on Disney+. Plus. Of course, that is going to be weekly episodic. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. So I'll be I'll be watching that too. So I got a busy weekend with some brand new shows between Disney+, Plus and Netflix, and I'm a happy man for it. Well, let's talk about something else that's possibly coming to Disney+, Plus, shall we? According to Variety, covert affairs duo Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to write and executive produce a series that will once again bring the man without fear into the Marvel fold. That's right, Daredevil is going to be returning to Disney+. Plus. And if, obviously, if 
what we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is to be believed. That means Charlie Cox will be back as Matt Murdock and Vincent D'Onofrio will be back as Kingpin since they've both reprised those roles in the MCU. Uh, So how are you guys feeling about a Daredevil series right around the corner for Disney Plus? Cannot wait. Don't care how they do it. Just get it here fast. Stat. We need more blind guy fighting fat guy and I mean that wholeheartedly. (laughs) I get it. I'm all in. I, yeah. I started the rewatch of Daredevil. Uh, so good. It's, it's it's good. It's not an easy watch like Stranger Things is, but I've started restarted it just so when it's ready, like I can get through the four seasons of that, and it's it's great. I, I can't wait for this. All right, guess what? More news from Disney what? Plus and Marvel Cinematic TV shows. It looks like Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, and Sophie DiMartino are all set to return for the second season of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Loki. Oh, I thought the, you were going to say Hawkeye, too. No, no, no. The news was reported by Jason Lynch, an editor at Adweek and former contributor to People and the Daily Beast, who was following and sharing updates on Disney's 2022 Upfronts presentation. According to Lynch, Loki is the most watched Marvel series on Disney Plus, which was confirmed by Kevin Fahey in the show show's new season will feature the whole cast returning are you guys ready for loki season two because i know i sure the fuck oh, yeah am. yeah let's see what loki can fuck up again <laughs> listen man <laughs> besides I, himself I, I am a huge fan yeah. of that se- oh. series i think that I, of all of them that's the one that i wanted a sequel to yeah and i understand some people and i i did like falcon and winter soldier but we already know we're getting a movie yeah because uh captain america 4 is happening so it's not like that didn't lead to nothing it's leading to a movie of course the rumors have already been put down. WandaVision was, is one and done. So Loki was the one that I was very happy to see and move forward with. Cannot wait to see more of the world that they built because they built a wonderful world there. And it's, it's a world we need to go in. I'm, I'm interested to see how we bring Owen Wilson back. But I, uh, but it'll be good. Well, yeah. Um, like I said, Loki fucked everything up. Let's see if the uh, he can fix things up or just make things worse before Kang comes around and clean sweep, sweeps them. Well, that's what I think this what season two is going to do is actually connect Kang more yeah. and throw that whole thing in to be the big bad for everything else going yeah. on. So I think, like, I can't wait for this. I I, it, I love season one. I think I've rewatched it like three times yeah, it's already because it's so good. That's that's another easy watch show. Um, So it's just quick, easy, done background noise and you still get everything. It's just can't wait for this. Yep, and I cannot wait for this to hit, so hopefully they shoot it and get it out there quick. But there's a lot of great stuff coming out in between then, so I have a lot to uh, whet my appetite. We have one more piece of news that came out, and this is uh, going back. If you went back on the show, probably a good pre-pandemic, there was a little news clip that uh, Sony was going to be launching the Twisted Metal universe, if you will, live action. Well, we now know for sure that it is going to be a TV show. And uh, we have people attached to it. Anthony Mackie, Stephanie Burritz, and Thomas Hayden Church all are attached to it according to Deadline. And just this past week, Nev Campbell has also been attached to it, and she'll be playing Raven. Uh, The television series is currently in the works from Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions, being described as a comedic half-hour live-action adaptation. Uh, Katawo Sakurai is on board. uh, She did Bad Trip, is on board to direct multiple episodes of the series. The original take for the live-action series comes courtesy of Rhett Reese 
and Paul Wernick, the duo behind Zombieland and the Deadpool movies who are also involved. And it says, Anthony Mackie stars as John Doe, a smart-ass milkman who talks as fast as he drives. With no memory of his past, John gets a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make his wish of finding community come true, but only if he can survive an onslaught of savage vehicular combat. So uh, Mackie is starring, and I know we all love us some Anthony Mackie. So uh, how do you guys feel about Nev Campbell joining and the resurgence and now in production Twisted Metal series coming to you via Sony? In theory, I should hate this idea. I'm willing to give it a try because it, it, it can either be like actually decent or so bad that it's funny. Yeah, well, I'm leaning on that one and I might enjoy this actually. Well, no, like the fact that it's half an hour and supposed to be like comedic. Yeah. Okay, I get it. That's one way to do it. Or go super dark is the other way to do no, it. No. And they're, they're obviously they're going with the comedic side because they want to try to get people that play the games, you know, in in watching it. Okay, either way, I'm fine. You know, if you really want to watch Anthony Mackie play video games, watch the Black Mirror episode. It'll be, be like Listen, Diesel I'll, and Randy. I'll watch anything Anthony Mackie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. So they've already won me with that. It's got a great cast. I love Nymph Campbell as well. Yeah. Uh, once again, we're still waiting to find out if she's going to be coming back for Scream 6, which is being released in J- uh, March of 2023. It's already got a date. Uh, so they're they're looking to make a quick turnaround there, the, the people over at Radio Silence. So it's, it's good news. Good stuff. So with that being said, that's going to end the new segment. So now we need to just creep on over to Diesel's Movie Triple Let's Stuff. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. Oh, go woke, grow broke. Men debuting with $3.3 million. Man, it's, hey, listen, I'm, I'm never one to want to see something fail. But I will say this. As people know from Horizon 607, I'm not a huge, definitely not a huge A24 guy. So this makes me just a little bit uh, happy and I'm more than... More than willing to say... Minus five stars! <laughs> That's right. Now, on the flip side, coming in at number four, after being on the list for seven weeks, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made $3.9 million. <laughs> it, it, that made slightly more, and it's been on there for nine weeks. And by the way, back up that Brinks truck once again. <laughs> yeah. We need to hear that beep, beep, beep to fucking Jim Carrey's back door. Make sure he's back for three. Yes. Now, not quite two times men, but the bad guys was $6.1 million, and it's been on the list for five weeks now. You know what? It's very I've, I've heard for good things for people to say. It's yeah. a nice little family movie there, so good on them. Uh, also debuting this week at number two, Downton Abbey, A New Era, with $16 million. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of surprised that it didn't make slightly more, because there's a big Downton Abbey movement. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking right around the $20 million range, 2025, and it was close. Yeah, it was close. It was close enough. And then still number one with another $31.6 million domestically. That's 10 men, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> As it should be. That movie's phenomenal. Can't wait to see uh, more from that storyline. I got to watch it. I was going to try to go Wonderful. this last weekend, but didn't make it. I'm trying to find a time to go take the kid finally. It might be Wednesday because uh, lacrosse has been kicking my ass lately. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get some time in there. Diesel, what's coming up in the movie theaters, though? All right. Coming out this week on May 27th, we have the Bob's Burgers movie. What, what? And then Top Gun Maverick. What? And then next week on June 3rd, we get Watcher, Dash Cam, and White Elephant. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about any of those movies, but I will say this. This week, we are uh, next week's 
3FN Movie Club review will be of Top Gun Maverick. And I will say, uh, my gracious boss at work, i got to give a shout-out to Dylan, uh, bought everybody at our, our job tickets to go see Top Gun Maverick and IMAX tomorrow. We record on Monday, so Tuesday. We're going to get to see it a little early. We're going to see it in IMAX, and we're going to get a free poster, too. Nice. So that's always a, it's so always a good amazing. deal. So uh, I cannot wait to see this movie with my, my work peoples, and that's fucking awesome. So thanks for making that one happen. So can't can wait make, to talk about it next week. Can I make a suggestion? What's up? Cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn this time. you got to do it. <laughs> make work awkward. Assert uh, your dominance. <laughs> I don't know if it would make work that awkward. You don't know everybody I work with. But with that being said, though, uh, thankfully, uh, we'll be talking about that next week. And I can't wait for that experience because it's going to be fucking awesome. Diesel, that brings us to the last thing here at Diesel Movie Triple Stuff. And that course, that is the classic, the iconic, the signature top three. And what is this week's top three? This week is your top three favorite Tom Cruise movies. Tom Cruise movies top three. That's a rough one. I mean, it's got a illustrious Because I enjoy a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy a lot of them. At number three, though, and the only reason I'm not going to make this higher, because this would make a lot of my list higher. However, he wasn't the main star of the movie. But he was a show stealer. <laughs> that was Tropic Thunder yes. at number three. He, uh, if he was a starring role for him, I would have given it. But he did steal the show in that movie. And nobody knew he was in it until the movie came out. Uh, my second favorite movie, and I was talking about this earlier today, is Rain Man. I'm a big fan of Rain Man. Him and Dustin Hoffman fucking kill it. Kill it. And my number one pick. Oh, man. This, one's, this was a hard one. After you mentioned it, I was like, man, what movie... When I think of Tom Cruise, what movie do I really, really think? And honestly, as, and I'm not going to spoil the second half of the show at all. I, actually, it's Top Gun. I'm a big fan of Top Gun. Uh, you'll find out how much so when we review the movie in the second <laughs> half of the show for 3FN Movie Review this week. Ron? Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Legend. Ooh, Just because I, I enjoyed that movie when I was a kid. I watched it. Tim so Curry is the yeah, devil. Oh, yep. Tim Curry was amazing in that movie. Or, sorry, The Darkness. Yeah. The dark. They could have called him The Devil. He was The Darkness. And then... Uh, Number number two, I'm going with Taps. Ooh, Taps is good. Yeah, I, 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 that was another one that would be in syndication watch, you know, back when we only had 10 channels. <laughs> so, like, I would see it all the time. And then uh, The Color of Money for number one. Ooh, Color of Money is a great movie. Yeah, I love that great movie. Great movie. Diesel. All right, coming in at number three, we're going with the movie that has two titles, Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of uh, Oblivion. Okay, yeah, yeah. A little time travel weird movie that was really cool. Really love that movie. I thought it was like one of the better sci-fi movies to come out in recent years. Uh, number two, we are going to go with The Last Samurai. Oh, oh yeah. that was a great I, movie. I forgot about that. Well, great I movie. forgot about that one. I had three watches. It's been a while. Yeah, that, that, it's a fun movie. It's not a fun movie, but it's a good based on true story movie. It was yeah. really well done. And then number one, by far and away, my favorite Tom Cruise movie and one of my favorite movie soundtracks. Eyes Wide Shut. Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Now the sky, all right. Uh, by the way, shout-outs, by the way, Interview with the Vampire is an honorable mention. Yep. Yep. I also want to give a shout-out to Born on the Fourth of July is an honorable mention. That was a fucking tremendous movie. A lot of it does get a lot of love, but just missed my list. If you uh, like drinking crappy beer, Days of Thunder. <laughs> uh, how can we forget uh, Jerry Maguire? <sighs> Who's coming with me? Uh. <laughs> Who's coming with me? Yeah, but we, then we got to blame Jerry Maguire for the rise of Renee Zellweger. That's true, but uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Movie. Oh, yeah. With that being said, uh, that's going to end uh, Diesel's Movie Triple Stuff this week. We're going to go to a break. When we come back from the break, we are going to hit you off with a 3FN movie review of Top Gun 
in honor of next of this week coming out Top Gun Maverick and of course next week's review of Top Gun Maverick. So we'll be right back with that after this break. Vicious three fat nerds. you guys can see how excited Diesel is right now. <laughs> He's seen some shit. He's been to the danger zone. Wait a minute. Here it comes. Here it comes, Diesel. That's right. This song can only mean one thing and one thing only. It is now time for the 3FN Movie Club Review of Top Gun. Of course, doing this in preparation because this week, Top Gun Maverick finally, finally hits the theaters. We're all going to see it in next week on 3FN Movie Club Review. We'll be reviewing the new Top Gun Maverick. It's been a long time in the making, Diesel. Oh. Long time in the making. 36 years. Yeah. Because this came out in 1986. We're going to talk about that in a second. Of course, even though this movie came out in 1986, 36 years ago, we are going to still treat this like it is a new uh, movie. So we are going to separate it into a spoiler-free and spoiler section because you never know. Some of the younger listeners may have never seen Top Gun. It's a damn shame if your parents ever showed you Top Gun, but I get it. I understand. So uh, we're going to stick to our normal format. And with that being said, the synopsis of Top Gun is this. The Top Gun Naval Fighter Weapons School is where the best of the best train to refine their elite flying skills. When hotshot fighter pilot Maverick, played by Tom Cruise, is sent to the school, his reckless attitude and cocky demeanor put him at odds with the other pilots, especially the cool and collected Iceman, played by Val Kilmer. But Maverick isn't only competing to be the top fighter pilot, he's also fighting for the attention of his beautiful flight instructor, Charlotte Blackwood, played by Kelly McGillis. Of course, uh, Top Gun came out in 1986, to be exact, May 16th of 1986, except for New York City. It came out on May 12th. That's a little earlier there. It ran 110 minutes long and is distributed by Paramount Pictures. It was produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Brockenheimer Films. Uh, of course, the movie is produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Brockenheimer and is based on Top Guns by Yuhad Yonai. The movie was written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. and directed by Tony Scott. Cinematography is done by Jeffrey L. Kimball, edited by Chris Lebenzon and Billy Weber, and the music was by Harold Faultmeyer. Uh, the, the movie stars Tom Cruise, Kelly McGinnis, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, Tom Skerritt, and so many more. And, of course, it had a budget of $15 million. Would you two gentlemen like to guess what the box office was on Top Gun 1986, the original? 57. Ron? No, I'm actually going to say, like, 62. By the way, both of you need to grab your socks. $357.1 million. It was all of the blockbuster that it promised to be, and that much more. 
Uh, God damn, that's a lot of money. By the way, I'm looking at uh, the cast look from IMDb and Val Kilmer. Whew. Was that Val Kilmer or Kelly McGillis? Uh, uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little rough over here. It's a little rough over here. Uh, so let's uh, let's dive into really right away. Non-spoiler. Recommend or not recommend, and why or why not? And I will start with Diesel. Do you recommend Top Gun? Why and why not? Oh, get ready for hate. I do not recommend this movie. This movie does not hold up over 36 years, and it was horrible storytelling, and just, it looked cool, but it was missing quite a lot. Fuck this movie. I do not recommend it. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Ron. All right. (laughs) I understand everything Diesel just said. I am going to say recommend because it is a classic. You need to see it at least once. If you haven't seen it, if you have already seen it, you really don't need to rewatch it. So, but it's one of those things. If you haven't seen it, definitely rewatch or definitely watch it. I'm gonna take it like this. I definitely <laughs> recommend this movie. You want to know why? It is everything that is the '80s. Yeah, it true. is everything that you could not do fucking today. I don't know how we're gonna get this sequel off, but trust me, we need this damn movie. <laughs> This was amazing. It was a great ride. I'm glad I went to the Danger Zone again in the first time in a few years. I'm glad I'm going back to it for the new one. Uh, so fuck off, Diesel. <laughs> that being said, I recommend it completely. Now, we're going to drop the spoiler alarm. After this alert is over, we're going to be talking spoilers about uh, the 1986 movie known as Top Gun. So you've been forewarned on top of being forewarned. All right, let's go through this right now. We're going to start with the good of the movie because that's where we always start. Uh, Bonuses of this movie. Let's be honest. It was a nice, nostalgia-driven ride to see what was fucking popular in the 1980s. I understand that I grew up in the 90s, but I am a product of the 80s. And it was a simpler time. It was a way different time. And I think that that's really what this encompasses. Now, with that being said, I'm not going into any negatives. Was this the greatest story on Earth? No. Did it make the most sense? No. no. Uh, but was it entertaining as fuck? Fuck yeah, man. I mean, you have guys flying planes. You got Maverick. You got the Iceman. You got Goose. How can you be upset about Goose? How can you be upset about... I mean, it's like Goose is no more. But I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Goose, Goose dies? I mean, I, overall, I can't really tell you the reason. Like, like, there's not a pinpointed reason of why this is good, in my opinion. It is literally because sometimes you just want to go back and watch a fucking fun movie. And I don't believe we make those anymore, unfortunately. I don't think we make movies anymore that are just there to exist to be kind of fun and slap, slapstick. And that is really the most enjoyment that I get from this movie. It's not great. I'll agree. But it is such an entertaining watch. And that's what I like about this movie. Ron, what did you like about Top Gun? It, it's, it is definitely all 80s. Like, it was what everybody was talking about. I remember back in the day. Like, I didn't see it until it came to VHS. That's how old I am. But, like, I remember, you know, like, my parents went to go see it in theater. Uh, I, you know, I remember people talking, like, oh, you got to see this movie. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I was 7, 8. So, I get it. And it is pure 80s. And this is how, in 1985, we got two other movies starring other char- other actors from top that were in Top Gun. So their things jumped after Top Gun because you had Val Kilmer in Real Genius in 1985. And then he became in completely different character swing in... Uh, became fucking Maverick. Became Iceman. Iceman, sorry. In Top Gun. Tom Cruise. And, and then, you know, later got, got the doors probably because of that. 
not gonna lie, like that. Later on, became Batman. Later on, became Batman. He put the cowl on. Not a great one, but it cowls on. (laughs) But if you wear, but if you watch Real Genius, which is a horrible movie, but I still (laughs) have watched it in my life multiple times. But you also got a. Anthony Edwards in 1985. Can you remember his movie that came out in 1985? Weird Science. Nope. No idea. Uh, gotcha. Nope. You remember Gotcha, the little invisible or, or the ink that would disappear game where you would shoot? They made a movie about that. No. And basically it ends with him, you know, they, they play the game Gotcha through the whole thing in, on college campus. And then at the end, because he was so good at Gotcha, he had to use tranquilizer darts to kill the bad guys that were chasing him for whatever reason that movie was and you got him to start in er dude i would like to point out the queen the queen of the short hair meg ryan in this film forgot about that until I saw oh, yeah. oh yeah and yeah, she yeah. looks sexy as fuck oh, she, she was meg hot. ryan was one of the few shining parts of this movie yes. I agree. I agree with oh, that. Yeah, I, yeah, no, she was great in this movie. By the way, much. Tim Robbins in this movie? Yep. Yeah, this small first, role. This first is a quick small role, yeah. but you know what? Later on, that's Tim Robbins is going to be a gigantic star. James Tolkien is in this fucking movie. Quintessential uh, bad guy, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> or asshole, however you want to look at it. Michael Ironside as well. I mean, come on, man. It's got that, that's got yeah. that look. I mean, Tim Skerritt. He, he, was in, he was in a fucking Poltergeist movie, for Christ's sakes. Tom Skerritt was cool, except for his fucking horrible call sign which uh, all uh, the call signs were fucking atrocious now well, if you're 12 years old okay first of all we're not on bad yet diesel we're but, not on bad yet we're not on bad yet come on say something good first meg ryan meg ryan that's it uh, uh the opening of the movie was cool where they're just showing planes landing on the aircraft carry yeah. and the first time that you hear danger zone but the fifth time you hear danger zone <laughs> how can you do this while staying on good it opened up cool the, the airplane scenes were cool. That's it. Right, Meg Ryan Diesel. was cool. All right, Diesel. I'll, I'll, I'll humor you. What did you not like about Top Gun? Okay, where are we go? All right. <laughs> the abundance of the same use of songs. And granted, they're iconic to this movie, but you hear Danger Zones. Fuck that. They're iconic, period. Not just to this movie. <laughs> Danger Zone is known worldwide to this day. Yeah. Well, anytime take that they, my breath away. Don't make me play it again. <laughs> Berlin's take my breath away. It would be fine if it was just that one shot when they first meet or first no, start. It, but anytime they have a scene together after that one time, they start playing that background music yeah, yeah, yeah. every fucking time. Same thing with Danger Zone. So less is more. Like don't go to the same mall or switch it up. Do a different Berlin song in the same vein of things. But Berlin doesn't have any other songs. I'm pretty sure of it. No, I, mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure "Take My Breath Away" was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a complete different. It's sort of like the Sugar Ray effect on that one too. They were completely different. The one ballad is Kenny Loggins made... had a ton of songs because he yeah. was like the king of this '80s soundtrack. Yeah. But none of Someone, them fit like "Danger Zone" for this movie. That's how it hits. Someone, uh, who was originally supposed to play do the song? It wasn't it wasn't originally for Kenny Loggins? I forget. It, Ario Speedwagon, maybe. Dude, I think. But, uh, I can tell you it wasn't Huey Lewis in the news because they're on every other one. Dude. Yeah, but fourteen-year-old me—that was probably the last time I saw it. Love this movie because planes <laughs> go vroom, and it's an easy storyline to follow because That's there right, is no storyline. And at fourteen years old, call signs like Viper and Maverick and Iceman and Jester are cool, I, but I, they I, are the most cheese dicky Chad fucking nicknames. Ready for this? I got some bad news for you. That shit's real in the military. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. But they use, yeah, so they use the, those called this. Yeah, yeah. I'm all aware. And it's fucking cheese dicky. Yeah. The the guy that, you know, buzzed the tower, the pilot that was like call sign Bozo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so. Like, they do shit like that. Yeah. That's real, kind of. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah. But uh, continue. All right. So that 
it just annoyed me because it's just like all this like fake macho shit. But then it's just weird because let's say I wanted to talk to this girl at a bar. And we're all at the bar. Are you guys going to sing Cake by the Ocean to fucking get her to woo wooed by me? Unfortunately, we probably would. Well, you You're talking would. to the wrong group. You would. <laughs> but with the... I'm, I'm trying to... Just, As a matter of fact, actually, we wouldn't sing that. We would probably sing <laughs> Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. No, no, no. It's got to be a, t- a song maybe, from that era. Maybe The Love Shack. But Love Shack, I'm just saying... <laughs> I get it for Goose and Maverick. But the rest of the people that are there at Top Gun automatically know to start singing along? Horseshit. <laughs> the way that uh, Maverick treats uh, Charlotte, you know, the first time he meets her, just follows her into the ladies' room. Fucking creep factor. By the way, in the 1980s, completely acceptable. <laughs> Maybe if she offered him some cocaine in the no, bathroom. No, no, no. But no. 1980s, completely acceptable. Unfortunately, I'm not I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying completely acceptable. She finally invites him over for dinner. Then we get the iconic volleyball scene. So he's running late for dinner because he's playing volleyball. Then he gets there. And he's like, hey, do you mind if I take a shower? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I do mind. What the fuck kind of shit is this? So anytime... The story progresses, too. You don't really get connected to any of the characters because they don't allow you to. Spoiler alert, when Goose dies, I fucking laughed. I was like, (laughs) I get what role he was supposed to play, but it didn't translate over. It was just like, oh, God, this is fucking horrible. When they start having issues in the relationship, you're just like, he he had a pissy uh, tantrum and drove off, and then she follows him and is like, I couldn't say that it was great because then people would see that we're in love. Fuck you. This movie made zero sense. Now, the fight scenes were fucking great. The volleyball scene. I could probably scrap to it. Yeah, but you never even said. You didn't say they were good the first time. You should have admitted. They were good. They're, the, the fight scenes are good in this movie. <laughs> they were good for their time. Because watching it last night, okay, I was see, like, oof. Well, we, can't, we can't judge it on what's today, oh, though. Oh, I watched it last night. The only you ever see, have you ever seen Tron? Eh, doesn't mm-hmm. hold up. Oh, but people love that movie for whatever reason. It's sort of the Top Gun effect. But it was just... Nothing about this was, like, cohesive. It was just like, all right. Yeah, I, it was bad. Okay. <laughs> was well, bad. I think that somewhere in there, we could all agree that the plot needed some work. The script probably needed some work. But you know what, Diesel? I was going to do this later. <laughs> but now I have to call you on it. You know why else you should love this movie? This movie is one of the most progressive movies of all time. And I can't explain it as well as the person that we are going to have explain it. Will is going to explain it. Ladies and gentlemen, to explain why Top Gun is one of the most progressive movies of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Quentin Tarantino, folks. What's the film about? What's it really about? What genre does it hit? What, what, like, it's like, like the spine? The spine, yeah. Like one sentence? Like no, I don't fucking, Boy Meets Girl, I don't give a shit about that. Fuck Boy Meets Girl, fuck Motorcycle Movie. No, what is really being said, what's really being seen, that's what you're talking about. Because the whole idea, man, is subversion. You want subversion on a massive level. You know what one of the greatest fucking scripts ever written in the history of Hollywood is? What? Top Gun. Oh, come on. Top Gun is fucking great. What is Top Gun? You think it's a story about a bunch of fighter pilots? Yeah, it's about a bunch of guys waving their dicks around. It is a story about a man's struggle with his own homosexuality. That's it. That is what Top Gun is about, man. You've got Maverick, all right? He's on the edge, man. He's right on the fucking line, all right? And you've got Iceman and all his crew. Right. They're gay. 
And they, are, they represent the gay man, right. all right? And they're saying, go, go the gay way, go the gay way. He could go both ways. What about Kelly McGillis? Right? Kelly McGillis, she's, she's, she's heterosexuality. She's saying, no, 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 go the normal way. Play by the rules, go the normal way. And they're saying, no, go the gay way. Be the gay way. Go for the gay way. All right, that is what's going on throughout that whole movie. What is this party? Yeah, well, there's a break in because it's a clip from a movie. What is that? This is all true, by the way. Who are you? This Who is all true. All true. What is he wearing? It's some Diesel. kind of like dance jumpsuit freakish. There's more. Give it a second. Once again, unfortunately, it's part of a scene. But Diesel, I hope this is making a good argument. He goes to her house, right? All right. It looks like they're going to have sex. You know, they're just kind of sitting back. He's taking a shower and everything. They don't have sex. He gets on the motorcycle, drives away. She's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on here? Right. Next scene. Next scene you see her. She's in the elevator. She is dressed like a guy. She's got the, the cap on. She's got the aviator glasses. She's wearing the same jacket that the Iceman wears. She is, okay, this is how I got to get this guy. This guy's going towards the gateway. So I got to bring him back. I got to bring him back from the gateway. So I'm going to do that through subterfuge. I'm going to dress like a man. All right? <laughs> That is how she, she, she approaches it. Right. Okay. But let me just ask you, I'm going to digress for just two seconds right, here. Right. But um, I met this girl, Amy, here. She's like floating around here. Uh, it's kind of the end of it. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. go any further. But the great Quentin Tarantino is telling you why Top Gun is one of the most progressive films of all time, Diesel, and you're spinning in the face of that. I will say, if you're in the 80s and you're struggling with your own homosexuality, this was a great movie because you could judgment-free VHS copy jerk-off material. There's multiple scenes of the guys in tidy whities You got the great volleyball scene. I appreciate it for that. But if they would have made the movie that, it would have been much better. <laughs> I destroy everything! Destroy everything! Destroy everything! Diesel? <laughs> I've never been more upset with you than I am in this moment. Oh. <laughs> in this moment, oh. you're denigrating a great American movie about the right to, you know, this is before Don't Ask, Don't Tell. This is a very brave fucking movie. And I know there's some people out here that are going to say, no, 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 there was no, it was not about homosexuality. Bullshit. Watch that movie again. <laughs> there's no way you can convince me. The only person there that's, Probably straight as Goose. And I, I'm still questioning no. that, because I think Meg Ryan was a beard. No, no, no. A goose was a beta who wanted Maverick's dick. He probably would have let Maverick fuck his wife, but she went out loud because, you know, he's like five foot four, and she's like, this ain't the fucking kitty table, boy. <laughs> she's so sexy. Though. Oh, she was really hot. Oh, my God. But Goose was this weird, like, like sidekick that was just like, Oh, you could get any woman in here. Oh, oh, you're so great, Maverick. Oh, 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 fuck off. Dude, if he was played by Philip Seymour Hoffman and the movie was Boogie Nights, you'd have been in. Oh, fucking A, right. That's where Goose was. He's Can a I fluffer. kiss you on the mouth? I want to kiss you on the mouth. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> in all seriousness, I, I, I understand why you don't like the movie. I, and I'm going to be honest. This movie is not good. <laughs> like, all jokes aside with the Quentin Tarantino stuff. And I, I actually, I do kind of actually agree with Tarantino. I really do believe that the, 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 the subversive part of this movie is actually... They, they snuck in, if you will, some, some some homosexuality stuff into it, which is really cool for the time. Because remember, this is back before, like... Being gay was considered manly, but there is a lot of, especially if you've grown up and were around the gay community like I was, there's a lot of stuff that when you watch this movie, there are tones of that in the movie. So I really believe the screenwriters put that in there. Uh, not not to the extent that Tarantino says, but to, to an extent, there is a lot of stuff 
that if you go through is is there and i think that that should be rewarded in some way i'm not saying that means it's the greatest movie of all time i do think it should be rewarded in some way that they they snuck a fucking message in there it's like kevin smith used to say he always will sneak a message in because his brother was gay yeah. and i yeah. really feel like the writers of this film or the director of this film whoever may have snuck something in because of somebody in their family that was gay or their own battle well to be fair like you know shirtless Val Kilmer kind of does it for everybody at that time not now <laughs> shirtless Val Kilmer does it for nobody now that's what I'm worried about with this new movie I don't know if Val Kilmer's coming back and I'll he's, tell you what it'd be hard because whew, he, I whew. think he's just mentioned I don't think he was able to do it you saw his it, picture on the wall what, yeah, he, I don't, what are he, you gonna do he looks like shit well he's he's supposed to be the admiral and that's, they just have it like well he I, looks he, like death four yeah, times I, over Iceman rec- recommended you and I think that's just a nod to his character, and that's it. Uh, I, I don't, and I'm not. It's not that I don't want to see him. Like I, I get it. You just want to see him, like yeah. Brando in uh, well, Apocalypse Now, where yeah. you get completely Ooh. opposite of what you thought. Yeah, it's like yeah, Tim Car- well, Curry. Studios got completely what they thought, opposite what they thought. Yeah, it's like Ooh. Tim Curry when he got you know was in the wheelchair and all that stuff. Like I really didn't want to see him in another movie because because of how great of an actor he is and everything that he did. I'm glad that we got to see him before he did pass in a couple pictures and stuff and just I'm like alright good Some, sometimes sometimes it's better just uh, yeah. to, to, to go out instead of just fizzle away I think that's a, in, in a sad way That's I think that's what Bruce Willis's decision was when he yeah. when he stepped away is he just didn't want to see yeah. want people to see him deteriorate we, we, we still got like 32 movies coming out with him though, so oh no 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 he had a little backlog <laughs> yeah. but at the same point in juncture I just want to throw that I really so there is something to be said about taking a step back and Stallone's not retiring so we still get to see it <laughs> well you know like on the other end of that you have somebody who's brave like michael j fox who's like fuck it let me just put it out there and then they canceled him for being brave i don't get that shit like how are you gonna cancel i love it. he's like i got canceled for making fun of the illness i have the illness that's gonna take my life i got fucking made i got fucking canceled for it how the fuck does that happen uh, I'll never understand. But going back, let's go back to Top Gun. Let's bring it back around. I got the Tarantino clip in there. I got our thoughts in there. But before we give our scores, you know we have a little bit of business to take care of. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> you know, last week. We had an Iron Claw Challenge. Diesel finally, finally dug the title away from Ron. Barely, but finally. Because <laughs> we fucked that all up. Uh, well, this week we, <laughs> we're back to four. We're back to the original format. Of course, the game is played simply as this. It is Price is Right. Rules is closest to the number without going over gets the number, gets the point, sorry, unless it is comes down to a tiebreaker. In that case, it's the closest to the number because we don't do fucking ties here. Also, uh, if it comes down to the fact of like a couple wrong and the last one has to be worth two points, so be it. We don't do fucking ties here. We can make the rules as we go along. Like so, it. gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. Ron, you get to go first. One. IMDB out of 10 using points. What did they give Top Gun? 6.2. Diesel. Not trying to cut you off, but 6.8. Yeah, they're fine. You said 6.8. You said 6.2. Yeah. Diesel gets a point, 6.9 out of 10. You're oh. super close. Wow. All right, Diesel, Common Sense Media. Out of five using points, what did they give Top Gun? Oh, Common Sense Media sounds like a right-wing publication. <laughs> they love their Vroom Vroom Jets. So I'm going to say 4.4. 4. 4.4. I'll go one. You're going to go with one. Yeah. Good job, Ron. You get it because it was four out of five. Diesel got busted. <laughs> God damn it. A little too high. Ron, you're up again. Rotten Tomatoes for the win, also. Rotten Tomatoes out of 100%. What did they give Top Gun? Fuck. 
86 is popping in my head, but I think that's too high. Oh, why is 86 popping in my head? I'm sorry. Uh, I'll drop down to 68. 68 for Ron. Diesel. Much like this movie, I'm going 69. Fuck you. Wow, you guys are really trying to cut each other off this day. <laughs> oh. But you both failed. 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, it's coming down to the tiebreaker and Google users, and we know how fickle those bitches are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here it goes. Diesel, you get to go first out of 100%. I'm going one more than what you say, so you better go 99. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm stealing your 86. Oh, so, so, uh, so 86. 87. Well. Well. You're a winner. And news! Rod, because it was 88%. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, 88% for the win. All right. We've had a lot of fun. Now it is time to give our scores. Of course, I will give a critic score after my pick, but... We are giving it the nerd scale, which is an entertainment scale. That means that it doesn't necessarily have to be the greatest movie ever. It just has to be fucking entertaining. It gets extra points there. Of course, the critical part does come in as well. But if a movie can overcompensate being bad, like a maximum overdrive, it gets extra points for being entertaining because that's what we do around here. Here's the scale as it rests. And one is no. That means don't see this fucking film. It's horrible. It's trash. Do not watch it. A two means... You've been warned, which means it's not quite trash, but it ain't good. You've been warned. It's a waste of time to watch, but hey, if you decide to do it, you've been warned. A three is it's, it's, it's in the middle. It's good. It's a good film. It's a good flick. It's not going to be a legendary flick. It's not a classic, but it's not trash. It's worth a watch, but I wouldn't pay for it necessarily to go to the theater or to rent it or to buy it. I would just watch it if I could catch it on something that I already have. Uh, a four is just take my money. That means it's a great film. That means if it's in the theater, go pay to see it in the theater. If it's uh, if you want to rent it on Amazon or buy it on Amazon or buy a physical copy, go for it as well. It's worth spending your money on it. It's a great film. It's going to be good. And then, of course, Rarefied Air. Certified Nerd. That's a five spot, and the five spot is simple. Certified Nerd means it's an instant classic. It means it is the best of the best. The creme de la creme. Spend the money. Watch it. Put it in a rotation. This is a movie you will talk about with you and your friends and everybody else every chance you get. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to give our scores for Top Gun. So, Diesel, I'll let you go first. I know the hate's coming out. What did you give Top Gun? People need to take off the rose-colored glasses. This movie aged worse than Val Kilmer did in the last 36 <laughs> years. I can't give it more than a two. Ron. And I'm going to have to... I can't, I can't go above a three. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, I want... like After rewatching it, I'm just like, yeah. Like, it's a three. If you see it, good. If you don't... All right, fine, whatever. I am giving it a certified three. What are you fucking <laughs> thinking about? Like, I already said, I like this movie for fun, entertaining purposes, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. Like, as much as I defend it, it's just to fuck with Diesel. <laughs> uh, but I don't think, I don't hate it as much as you do, because I like the fact that it is a nonsense fucking movie. I miss movies that are nonsense. I think that's why I probably like Firestarter more than I should have. Because yeah. it's a fucking straightforward movie that's, it's it, it doesn't care. I just, I go, you can be a fucking mindless zombie and watch it. The same thing you can do here. Would I go out and buy a copy of this? Fuck no. Uh, would I go out and, you know, out of my way to watch it? No, but if it was on TV, I'd probably just leave it on so I could see the action scenes uh re-watching it for the first time in over 20 years I, I enjoyed it enough that i was like yeah no i don't fucking hate myself you know what i mean uh but would i give it a super high no it's just good um as far as scale now mind you the reason why i, I picked it as my number one tom cruise film though is i actually really enjoy tom cruise in this film True. i think he i think he delivers and i once again i kind of like 
I like a little more manliness to my uh, uh, Tom Cruise, which you don't get to see often. It's pretty much this movie in uh, Days of Thunder. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can blame this movie or praise this movie for the use of lifts in his future movies. Hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> Uh, you know, he had to have the script read to him, too, because he can't read. But that's a whole other ball game. I can't read either. Yeah, well, that for the same reasons, Ron. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, my critic score of it is also simple. It's mostly Firestar. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Uh, it's not. It's just a slightly above average movie. Like, uh, the fight scene. What makes it above average is really the fight scenes and the fucking... Uh, a, a couple of the other scenes, like you mentioned, the motorcycle scene is pretty cool. Uh, you know, obviously, hot-ass Meg Ryan gives it a little bit. Come on, I'm not going to not give points there. Kelly McGillis at the time, sexy as fuck. One of the worst sex scenes ever, though. <laughs> I, well, yes, but that's because, once again, he was fighting the urge. He really wanted to be slaying uh, Iceman. Iceman. Because remember, I got your back, Iceman. You got your wingman anytime. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's God, he was jacked. I mean, I, I kind of, if I had to pick, and uh, mind you, close second to Meg Ryan, I would have I would have taken Val Kilmer in this film. Oh, Meg Ryan's a close second to Val Kilmer. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm the other way around. I don't know what it was. Young Meg Ryan? Oh, my God. I forgot that she always had the short hair. Yeah. yeah. But And I've never been a short hair guy, but for Meg Ryan, it I works. fucking find it sexy. And I was like, oh, man. Was so, that, yeah. Know. Was that her first movie? I don't know. I don't think it was her first movie. No, no. You can look it up, but I don't really think it was her first movie. But I don't know. For some reason, just fucking does it. For yeah, me. but Iceman with the short hair, you still grab it the same way. Oh, true. But I'm saying it was a close second place for Iceman. Yeah. I put Iceman above Kelly McGillis, and she was sexy in this movie. Yeah, in this but movie, Iceman yes. is fucking sexy, sexy. Like I now, I, I I think I think Ron's right. I think the reason he be, was uh, uh, Jim Morrison was because yeah. of this movie. Yeah, because you look at him in this movie, and you go, I can see you as the Lizard King. Yep. Also sexy in that movie as well. Just went through nothing. Just throw it out there. Just say it. And I don't blame him for his lackluster Batman performance either. It was a bad movie. He worked with what he was given. A Schumacher made the movie. Uh, it's That's all you need to know. I'm... Not finding anything? Uh, Confusing? Uh, no, it's all school, matter. all school, all TV series. Yeah, she did a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, so, Ad- Adamantville 3D was her first Adam tech- 3D? Was her first yeah, technical... Yeah. Dang, that was a garbage movie. Yeah, but, everything, <laughs> but Top Gun is her main... Hey, why not? So, Claim to fame, baby. Then later on, she would be yeah. in uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Inner Space, Promised Land. When Harry Met Sally, of yep. course, the great orgasm scene. Yep. I'll have Joe versus like, Volcano. Joe, yeah. Joe versus Volcano. The she's Doors. In, she's been a ton of stuff. Been a ton of stuff. Anyways, with that being said, though, that's going. To, that's the end of the 3FN Movie Club review for Top Gun. Next week, during the 3FN Movie Club review, we will be reviewing the brand new Top Gun Maverick. 36 years in the making for that sequel. And we'll be talking all about it next week for the 3FN Movie Club review but now that that's done we gotta take care of some business we gotta pay some bills we gotta play give you some shameless plugs first of all uh if you uh are listening to us you know how to find us but do your friends know how to find us do their friends know how to find us it's simple you type in three fat nerds into any podcast provider and booyakasha there we are remember for everything we talk about here it's the number three not the word three of course while you're there you might as well smash that subscriber like button so our show gets delivered to you each and every week and also while you're there hit up that five star rating and give us a great review so it can help us out in that algorithm department we're also on Facebook. Type in that search bar, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. There you're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review. Help us spread the word of nerd. Of course, we are also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Three Fat Nerds Pod. For all the social medias, use that hashtag, 3FNPod. But guys, Top Gun is one of the best movies of all time. 
Well, email us, 3FatNerdsPod at gmail.com. I'm surprised you didn't go with the obvious if you got offended by the words of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know he's a sick foot fetishist. Oh, I love Quentin Tarantino. Oh, he's the best. He's the fucking best. I know some people don't think that, but I do. I, I enjoy his work. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, my double shot here, though, uh, make sure you're following us over on Twitch.tv slash 607podcast every Monday night at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself and Ken M. from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast. Wow. The ODPH. Come to you talking all things Pro Wrestling on 607TWS. Come join the chat live with us on Twitch, or you can watch the replay after it's over if you'd like to get it that way, or if you're looking for it in podcast form, you can find it anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. Also, we're going to be doing a return to movie nights. By the way, today, I got our next movie night. Today, on Twitch. I don't know when we're going to do it, but I'm going to let the world know now. Uh, it, was, it was an honor of Brian, who's never seen this movie. We're For the same reasons we did Willy Wonka. We're not going to do the whole watch through. We're just going to talk about it. That 70s buddy cop film? No. Oh, we should do that one too. Maybe a double feature with this. The Wizard. Oh, oh yeah. I love that movie so the much. The fucking Wizard. We're doing that. I don't yeah, know. Dude. I will get you guys a fucking date and time. Find that one. We're going to do that one. I don't think we're going to do a watch along. We'll do what we did with Willy Wonka. We'll watch it. We'll come in. We'll give it a full fucking breakdown. And uh, yeah, we do have to do that 70s buddy cop film. <laughs> that I think we can get away with doing a fucking watch along, watch along. Uh, maybe even show it. Uh, I don't think they'll mind. Uh, with that being said, though, make sure you're uh, following us over on twitch.tv slash 607podcast so when we do crazy shit like that, you can be part of the fucking party. Uh, also, if you would like to support the show for as little as $1 a month, you can do that at Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. Get a ton of extra bonus combat. You help us you help us with paying the bills around here and doing all the great things we do for this show. Plus, you know, we thank you with a ton of extra bonus content. Uh, can't thank you enough. Make sure if you would like to help us out, patreon.com slash 8122productions. H-T-T-P colon double backslash eight one double deuce P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S dot com. 8122productions.com for all things 8122productions. That means you can find more about the Three Fighters podcast, Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, and more. Of course, also at the website, you can get the link to that Patreon link. You can get the link to our Public store so you can buy some swag and help us out. You can also get the link to the Twitch TV channel. Also, while you're there, check out the musical acts and bands that allow us to use their music copyright free on the show. We're going to give them a shout out here, including first up, the people, the band that does our music, our intro music, that is, and that is shout out to Robots. Also, big thanks to Second Suitor, Floodlands, Tom Jolu, uh, the Jasons from Mel are from West Virginia, and the Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you check out all those great bands on YouTube Music, Bandcamp, and Spotify. Of course, also, we have friends of the show, like the Ocho Duro Parley Hour Podcast. There's a link to go over to their website on 8122productions.com. Also, our good friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. August 26th and 27th in Vernon, New York at the Vernon Downs Casino. It's going down for real. It is $15 for a day, $20 for a weekend pass. You're not going to beat those prices. And there's going to be celebrity guests and vendors galore. You're not going to want to miss it. Plus a ton of entertainment. You're not going to want to miss it. For all information, go to scifihorrorfest.com. The link to that is also on the website. And of course, last but certainly not least on that website, you can find out about our local sponsors who help us bring this show to you commercial free each and every week. I'm going to start it out by shouting out the people who provide us with the 8122 Production Studios. That is Dragon Master Games, located at 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic the Gathering and gaming needs, visit them on the World Wide Web, DragonMasterGames.com. And of course, if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607 and you want to find out about events going down at the shop, it's simple. Follow them on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rex to Rod's Auto Detailing, located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389. 
When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell them the three fat nerds sent you. Oh, Ronald! One out of ten stars. No soul. Awful story. And taking itself too seriously. Let it be clear. I am no fan of fantasy, but I enjoy any film that's made to entertain and takes you into another world for two hours. But this is complete crap. I really don't understand what is so brilliant about the work of Tolkien. It is simple, plotless, dull, humorless. I've never read the novels, and I probably never will. But one thing I can say is... If Jackson made a movie that closely resembles the books, why? Millions of people can't be wrong, you say. Well, if it's all a matter of taste, I know. But this is the future of filmmaking. We're in a lot of trouble. The technical aspects are fine. It all looks fantastic. But that's not movie making. I hope people will go on to look beyond the technical possibilities of modern filmmaking and look for the heart in the film. Because I'm not completely negative about the comparison of a heart in a modern way of making a film. Look at Pixar's Toy Story and Monster Inc. I rest my case. I rate it 1 out of 10, even though it looks fantastic, but that can be no longer be the reason to save a film's ass. Lord of the Rings just sucks, people. Did that guy have like a mini stroke when he was writing that? Because that guy made no sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I find a lot of these ones from Amazon. I'm, I think I was thinking about ad, starting adding like the opposite of what we think for Amazon things to the, the movie club. Because sometimes there's fucking some hilarious ones out oh, there, yeah. but I have to do all the work to find the hilarious ones. Yeah. These ones just a lot of them sound like they're stroking out there. <laughs> or they're so angry oh, dude, they can't dude, type it. Dude, there's a couple like long, like super long ones yeah. that I read through because I'm like, all right, if I can get some bits and pieces out, and I'm like, well, that kind of comes out of context, so it's not going to sound that great. But like, I think the last one of the year is going to be like a super long one. You guys are going to hate me. That's fine. <laughs> well, you know what? That brings us to the end of this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully, you were entertained. Hopefully, you enjoyed our musings and our uh, thoughts and uh, shit on everything that is pop culture and nerdum this week. And of course, we will be back next week with uh, the nerd news, Diesel's movie triple stuff, and of course, the 3FN movie club review of Top Gun Maverick. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and most importantly, later, nerds. Later. I feel the need for speed. You made me do this to you. (laughs) Just remember that. Leave those headphones on. Leave those headphones on. Take your medicine. Lord of the Rings just sucks, people. By the way, Diesel is taking his medicine, so I won't make him listen to the whole thing. Only to the chorus line, Diesel, so I can serenade you. This is going to teach anybody who doesn't listen to the end of this show. You've lost that loving feeling. Ooh, I should learn that for you. <laughs> Come on, get to the chorus line already, damn it. This song drags on forever. Yeah, and then when they played this part 17 times in the movie, that's where you get my hatred for it. We could have played Miami Sound Machine. Oh, here we go, Diesel. Come on. <laughs> Take, Take my, my breath, breath away. away.